welcome to Do The Right Film. My name is Sean. I'm Thomas. And I'm Harvey. Alright guys, coming up on this episode, we have a review of Atomic Blonde. We're also going to be talking some stuff we watched during the week, and we have a topic of the week once again, and I believe we're going to be talking uh, best uh, action choreograph scene of all time, or our favorite, at least. Yeah, our favorites, yeah. Favorites? Okay. Cool. And uh, some stuff that, uh, or I guess Harvey lost the game last week, so he's going to be uh, talking about Raw. Probably mentioned that we're down a... Oh yeah, so Steve, uh, Steve is fired. There was an incident early in the week. No, actually, he, uh, I believe he went to a lake house with some white people, I think. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Is that it's what It's like I a get-out scenario, probably. Yeah, That's it sounds exactly happens. like get-out. It's like a get-out scenario to where he's, like, completely cemented in that, uh, you know, vacation, and, like, he wants that stuff. Am I wrong here? Maybe. Oh, you mean, like, how in the movie the dude's reluctant yeah. to go? Yeah, Steve he wants to stay <laughs> <laughs> and play through... Steve wants to be in he's, the sunken yeah, place. He's, at, yeah. he's asking to become a Now, Steve did mention that he was going to send us his review of the movie. But to, uh, to be honest, I'm pretty sure he didn't watch the movie because <laughs> he hasn't sent me anything. <laughs> yeah. Or any, he probably hasn't watched anything in the week. Maybe a rewatch. That's fine. We'll, uh, you know, we'll I'll, re- I'll uh, do a, a review of what he might have thought. But uh, <laughs> I was review it as if you were Steve. If that could I was be a new, Steve, a new yeah. segment. Even when he's here, I want you to do that. <laughs> I'll give a score rating for him as well. <laughs> okay. But uh, how was everybody's week? What about you, Shomo? Anything noble? I saw you went to Korea. Uh, close Koreatown. Okay. Um, last night actually, Harvey uh, went with me too, as well as a couple other friends. Pat the intern, Jesse the Pat the former intern, the former intern yeah, Jesse. He's the, no longer with us. Jesse the accountant. <laughs> I don't know what he does. Um, yeah, that's fun. How was it? That was, was alright. I mean, I just want to explore the area more. You guys went to a bar or a club or a well, house? First, we went to a food court and I drank a whole bottle of soju there. And um, that's one thing I, I kind of like about uh, Koreatown and like their culture. They don't. You don't have to drink at a bar setting or a club setting. You can just drink at a, a fucking food restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool to me. I think I've only been once, but uh, I don't think I've ever been to a bar. How was it? The bar said in at least. Was it a lot of Koreans? Well, we went to a bar that was like a sit down with like tables. So we're, tune in next time. We'll, mm-hmm. uh, we'll really get that far. Okay. Is it like a South Korean vibe or a North Korean vibe? <laughs> <laughs> Both. Oh, okay. What about you, Harvey? Um, yeah. I mean, my, wife, my week has been uh, pretty quiet. Yeah. So I guess the biggest highlight was Koreatown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to Gallery 32, which I've... Yeah, that's the food court yeah. I was talking about. Nice. I've uh, frequented it a couple of times, pretty drunk. It's a cool place. They've got really good food. I saw you guys finally went to Coney Island. How was that? Oh, I've yeah, never that, been myself. Yeah, forgot I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. Saw the fireworks? Yeah, there was a lot of fireworks. There was a lot of people. Um, I would say that's more of a There's also a beach as well, right? Yeah. Beach? Yeah, I would say that's more of a highlight than Korea. Actually, uh, I enjoyed Coney Island. I haven't been in 10 years. I went, um, funny story about, uh, Coney Island when I was 20, no, when I was 19, I flew from New York or flew from Florida to, up to, uh, New York to go to a broken social scene concert. It's called the Syrian music festival. And they held it, uh, at Coney Island at the time. And I went with my friend, Sean and Ryan, and we got there four hours early. So we figured, you know what, let's take a nap in the car and we'll wake up in time. Cause the concert starts at eight. turns out we woke up at 10 PM, um, missed the whole concert. I've never seen Broker Social Scene since, or been to Coney Island, so wow. that's why I refuse to go back. Well, 
Yeah, if I overslept and missed the broken social scene, I would feel yeah, it's pretty bad. Shitty about it too. Yeah, uh, same with me. I didn't do Bruh. too much this week. Um, one of my buddies were in town. We hung out for a little bit. A uh, buddy from Florida. Chill, wait, who? Well, it's actually in my phone. I have uh, Steve as Spanish Steven ever since I met him because uh, I was friends with this other guy. He's a white Steve. So when I met Steve, I saved uh, Steve's uh, from the podcast uh, name in the, in the in my phone as Spanish Steven. So yeah, the original Steve were in town. We hung out, caught up. It was kind of interesting. And uh, he's thinking about moving here too. So and he went to school for uh, audio production. And he apparently he's good at like mastering tracks and stuff like that for movies and can help with ADR. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if uh, if he moves in the fall, it'd be kind of cool to have him around. Yeah. It'd be nice to use them and not pay them. Yeah, yeah, good. that's pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's about it. I didn't do too much else this weekend. Kind of hung out, went to some bars, ate some food, went to see the the movie of the week. That's pretty much it. Cool. But uh, you guys want to talk some movies then? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So Harvey, you were assigned to see Raw, and it's funny because you text me like three in the morning. <laughs> Friday night, and you're like, dude, what was the movie you assigned me? Oh, yeah. I'm like, is he really going to watch it right now? Did you watch it then? Yeah. You did? I did. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking late. But uh, how was it? Um, It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, It's probably one of my favorite Eddie Murphy uh, specials. Oh, I'm yeah? Honest. Okay, cool. <laughs> did you see Delirious? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I'll... Double feature. Yeah. I'll uh, read the... I'm, wait, have you talked about this movie on the podcast? Briefly, yeah. briefly. It wasn't like a full review. Okay, I'll just read I guess it. it was. Was it? Was it? Well, yeah. I mean, like, not the main review. Because w- I remember we were oh, talking yeah. about going to see it. Was it was your full review, though. Well, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Synopsis. Yeah. When a young vegetarian undergoes a carnivorous hazing ritual at vet school, an unbidden talent or taste for meat begins to grow at <laughs> her. It sounds ridiculous, but. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, um, the trailer's really good, though. Yeah. Turns out this shit was right up my alley. Um, you love meat? I do love meat. <laughs> <laughs> no homo, no homo, no homo. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's a pretty disturbing movie. It's very uh, gross. Let me a- ask you something really quick. The scene where she finally, the first beat of the movie where she indulges into a piece of finger. Did you turn away? I mean, I feel like that's a, <laughs> that's a big I mean, spoiler. It's in the trailer. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. I never watched the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah, when she did that, dude, I, was, I, I kind of turned away for a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. There's a lot of scenes in this movie like that that are um, pretty fucking graphic. Like this movie does not hold back at all. Um, yeah, and that's definitely one of the things I liked about it because it's it's cool to see, especially a female lead doing these disgusting things. It reminded me, in a way, of uh, I can't even think of the name of the movie anymore, but um, I think you've definitely seen it. Wait, who are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about Martyrs? No, not Martyrs, but... uh, Cannibalism? No, it's it's about sex and stuff. It's like a gross girl, and she, like, messes up her vagina. Teeth? No, she messes up her vagina. Messes up her vagina. She, like, has, like, an issue. I don't know. Never... Mm -hmm. Anyways. Word. I guess I'll get into why I like this movie so much. Um... Was that a well, fart? What was I don't that? Know what that was. <laughs> it was a horn outside uh, or something. Okay. We don't we don't say that word on this podcast. Fart? Nope, we don't. <laughs> yeah. So, 
this uh, girl is dropped off at vet school basically by her parents, and uh, she goes through this hazing ritual where she has to eat some meat, which uh, is against her uh, vegetarian diet. And after that, she develops these hives and like rashes on her skin, and she doesn't know why. And um, it turns out she has this condition. I don't really know how to explain it. It's like a vampiric condition almost where she just craves human meat. She's a cannibal. And um, it's definitely a coming of age story as a girl that's trying to figure out herself and trying to grow into her own sexuality while also dealing with being a cannibal. And it's pretty humorous in a way. And it's also um, it's a lot more deep than I expected it to be as well. Because you have like these issues where um, she's being told to she should being told that she should indulge in like these uh what the fuck sorry we got some women in the hallway talking <laughs> just speak over them they're they're literally right out the, outside yeah. the door <laughs> they're trying to come in i, I actually i'm not surprised they're not in your, i'm surprised they're not in your apartment right now yeah. okay they yeah. were good so, so was it me or did they sound white <laughs> no they sounded very white okay just making sure okay so yeah, she's like being told that she should uh like indulge in these um I don't know, the uh good things in life. In like, life like, like uh fingers, se- sexual stuff. But at the same time when she kind of goes overboard and starts really indulging, she's also looked at as being a an outsider by her classmates and being seen as weird. So it kind of uh I don't know, it plays out like this balance that you kind of see in society sometimes too where women are told to be like sexual but not too sexual and i thought that was kind of a funny thing but they just took it like 10 steps further in this movie by making her also a cannibal and a, yeah this movie just, deals with a lot on a yeah. lot of different levels like it deals with her sexuality of like becoming a woman it deals with like her newfound freedom of, jo- of being in college away from her the grasp of her parents and also deals with uh, the uh, obviously the cannibalism a lot yeah so there's a there's a ton of different factors in here that kind of brought themselves together and made um, this woman's, this young woman's experience mm-hmm. um, going away from home for the first time very unique and very fucking brutal. But yeah, I really love this movie. Um, it's definitely one of the better cannibal horror movies I've seen recently, mm-hmm. which sounds weird. <laughs> it's like, how many fucking cannibal movies can you watch recently? But right. you'd be surprised. Didn't um. Hot topic. Eli, Eli Roth made a he made a cannibalism movie. Who? Eli Roth. Oh yeah, he Green did. Inferno or something. Yeah, Green Inferno. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah, it. I saw it. It was pretty fucking bad. Oh yeah. Um, I know it had bad reviews. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie's great though, and I would cool. recommend. I would recommend it to a horror fan. I wouldn't recommend this movie to anybody because it's really like I said, it's pretty brutal. I, it's I, a very, I always like. There's some gore this. in there. It's a, there's a lot of gore in it, especially so. with the dog scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine this is not being a horror movie. Um, that's why I was intrigued by it. But if you're telling me the otherwise, there's horror weird. elements. But I yeah, I think it's definitely a well horror, horror elements. I don't mind. Like like for instance, Spring. Is really, it? I yeah. like the Spring, but you know, I don't. I'm not a big horror fan. Mm-hmm. I would call this a horror. It definitely has some body horror elements too. For yeah. Sure. Um. We're, we're, yeah, uh, yeah, I think this is worse than Spring too. Like as far as uh, gore and stuff, like this is way worse than Spring. Yeah, it's a yeah, lot more yeah. there. It's more on the grounded level. But I mean, it sounds interesting being a coming of age film and and not mm-hmm. being a yeah. 
What uh, yeah. where where did you see this movie? Where can people see it? I saw it in my room. Um, oh, they can see it in your room. <laughs> well, no, ladies, no. yeah, it's an open invitation. I think it's, it's on a, uh, Prime, isn't it? It's, or Amazon. It's not free. It's on Amazon, but it's not free. Um, you'll have to rent it. Um, or you can you can use other means. I chose to use other means. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Enough said. Do you want to rate this movie? Yeah. There's also a pretty cool twist at the end that I uh, I didn't really expect. Oh yeah, I forgot. I actually forgot about the twist until you just mentioned it. Yeah. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, the reveal at the end is pretty cool. So mm-hmm. um, I guess that's all I'll say. But it's worth it. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Um, I would give it a four out of five. Nice. Good. I can't remember. I think I gave it around that that area. Yeah. Cool. I believe you did too. All right. Uh, Shomu, watch anything this week? I watched one movie. What is it? Atomic Blonde. No, well, I mean, in addition uh, to that, I, I watched a movie. This is gonna come as a surprise because you know how like this is like a Steve watch. You know, how okay. Steve just like kind of just puts something on and says "fuck it," whereas mm-hmm. I usually like I'm really calculated and like I feel like I I only watch movies at home that I have to see or like stuff that I I have interest in. Mm-hmm. I rarely ever put something on that I don't have interest in, but I did. And it was pop star, never stop, never stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen yeah. it. I have no idea why I put this on. I, I needed a 90-minute comedy for some reason. It's just one of those nights. This is all I watched um, over the week. I didn't, I didn't get to uh, what watch did you think? much. Um, right off the bat, we, we get these comedies every now and then that are like so over-the-top, slapstick, uh, you know, self-realized that uh you know we need them we've been getting them since we were young you know with like the scary movies and stuff um, i have a really quick before you jump into your interview i remember yeah. the only time i really laughed at this movie is when what's his name i forgot his name but uh he's describing his dj setup <laughs> it's like an ipod video classic he yeah. just plays it from there yeah <laughs> yeah there's like a lot of stuff and it's like yeah <laughs> i mean yeah there, there's a lot of funny stuff and as far as that goes, like where they kind of take stabs at the the music mm-hmm. biz and stuff, I like that. It's not exactly that funny though. Right. Um, fifteen year old Shoma though would have fucking it would have nailed it for him. Have you ever seen Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story? Uh, yeah. It reminds you of that. It's like yeah. the the same Dude, setup, I, but I not, Walk not nearly much better. Oh, yeah. Walk Hard is one of my favorite comedies, but it's not. I watched close. that with you, I think. Possibly. You yeah. don't want none of this, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, the drugs and stuff. That's funny. No, this was okay. Um, you don't want no part of this shit. You don't want no part of this shit. <laughs> Out of here, Dewey. So, Popstar, if you don't know about it, it's, um, who directed that shit? Was it like the same people, right? I'm not sure, to be honest. This movie, well, I remember this well, movie, like, the like came Island and just game. went. Yeah, if, if you're a fan of Lonely Island, you're definitely going to like this movie. Um, it's directed by... Uh, Akiva Schaefer and Jorma Takone. Mm-hmm. Two guys? Wow. Yeah. But it was written by Andy Samberg and his crew. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, the directors as well. But Andy Samberg has a big hand in it. And uh, as well as Lonely Island. I think maybe those are the members of Lonely Island. Yeah, yeah those are the Akiva members. Akiva is in Lonely yeah, Island. Yeah, okay. Jorma That's what well. I thought. I don't know too much about Lonely Island. Um, and uh, it's it's basically a synopsis is when it becomes clear that his solo album is a failure, a former boy band member does everything in his power to maintain his celebrity status. And uh, he's, he was in a, a boy band called the Style Boys. And uh, now he's like this Justin Bieber, but older kind of like parody. Mm-hmm. And 
so almost like a Justin Timberlake. Is he a parody though? Like, yeah, it's been noted. There's like in the film, he says something about Anne Frank, and then do you remember that Anne? Frank? Oh, that's not what I meant. I meant like he's he kind of is like the same thing as Justin Bieber. Though. Oh yeah, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess you'd call that a parody, but um, I would have loved this when I was fifteen. Uh, but the jokes themselves, they don't really land that well. But I'll tell you what does land is the music. The I don't laugh at the jokes, but I laughed a lot at the music. Not gay. My my favorite song is where he says, uh, the Mona Lisa is an overrated piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny shit right there because, you know, who says that? <laughs> and he has an, another really funny one. Um like about Bin Laden and stuff. I actually listened to the soundtrack on the train on the way here. It's 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 funny stuff. The songs are good, mm-hmm. but uh, the jokes are you know, kind of hacky and uh, they don't land. And the the amount of cameos in this is like you every person in music is is in this. I mean, was there a scene cameo or, after cameo? Or, maybe I'm confused. With what's his name? Um, Nas. From- Seal as well, right? Seal's Seal, in yeah. it. Yeah, Seal is a, a role in it. Nas is talking about like the style boys helped shape his career like how the fuck did yeah <laughs> uh shit like that is <laughs> kind of funny but um yeah it's an okay movie it's an okay comedy i could imagine going to the theater with like a... what's his name um tim something he's like he was in tony tony and tony oh yeah that was tony and tony and he wanted to do a question mark yeah. but like they kicked him out yeah um this is a fun movie. I think it would have been funny if I went and like saw it in a big uh, crowded theater and just like laugh at the people's reactions around me. But at home, it was okay. But uh, probably give it a three out of five. Okay, cool. Three, oh, out, of, three like, out of five. Well, that's kind of high. So you actually enjoyed it then? Yeah, it was like yeah. it was okay. I like Lonely Island. Don't fucking I- lie, you enjoyed it. I like Lonely Island a little bit. I like Little Dicky. It's now a giant more. Lonely Island movie. That's all it is. Yeah, Little Dicky's my new go-to for comedy music, but Lonely Island's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? Mm, no. That's, Busy week, uh, huh? Yeah. Fuck. I I felt bad. I tried to see a lot of movies too. I tried to see uh, Valerian. I tried to see. Did you try? What do you mean you went? I had plans to go, and then like uh, something like something happened, and then I I wanted to go see a uh, Brigsby Bear. That didn't happen. Um, and I I fucked up. I didn't see anything. Okay. Well, next I time I didn't go to, to the movies either, besides to see the main review. Right. But I did see some shitty stuff at home. <laughs> I wa- I finally got to see uh, Phoenix Forgotten, and I don't know what you guys if you guys know what this is, but it's a found footage movie, a found footage horror movie. Based on the uh, the Phoenix Lights of 1997, and oh, yeah. it creates this like fake uh, fake backstory that occurred around that period about these kids who went out beyond the lights after the fact that they saw the lights and um try to find UFOs basically find alien life in the desert of Arizona, and those kids in 1997, those three kids who try to investigate the lights go missing. And then I believe the story cuts to like 10 years later where uh, the main character's uh, sibling makes a documentary based on an invest- investigation to un- uncover the truth. And it's very similar to the Blair Witch Project, the remake. It's almost exactly the same setup, like the same outcome, same premise, same style of shooting the found footage. And that the, movie was horrible. That movie Blair was Witch. horrible. But you know what? This movie was actually worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very worse. Because, like, they go in directions that, like, you expect a found footage movie like this to go. Like, I was telling my girlfriend, because I watched it with her, and I told her, like, listen, this would be better 
if they reveal that these kids were missing by not UFO like UFOs obviously we know yeah. like UFOs take them or whatever it is but it'd be better if it, was, it turned out to be like the Hills of Eyes people yeah I was hoping for that like they just got murdered yeah so it goes in like directions that you would expect it to go nothing's very uh original even the style of shooting the found footage stuff is very boring actually and it just drags on there's a lot of questions in this movie questions that i don't think even the filmmakers have to answer but what i found interesting about this movie is that this movie was actually produced by some well-known people and by well-known i mean like ridley scott ridley like, scott produced yeah i saw this, this in the credit i was like what the fuck why would ridley scott produce this shit like it, it this movie is it goes in my horseshit category and uh, it was also produced by Wes Ball, who uh, who did the first Maze Runner. Like, why is these guys pro- uh, yeah, <laughs> fun uh, in this movie? That's that's weird. Yeah, that's strange, isn't it? It's kind of. It's, I would say it's controversy. <laughs> controversy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I watched that. It was pretty shitty. I also watched another movie called Backcountry. I don't know if you've seen Harvey. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's another. It's another one that was like uh, camping in the woods horror story where they're being stalked by a a bear. Uh, and shit goes haywire really quick, really fast. And then after the fact of like that happening, nothing, nothing like exists. And it's just everything. Everything that happens in the movie happens in the first thirty minutes, and then the the forty minutes that uh, precedes it, it's just her, the girl, the main character, running in the woods, fall and breaking her arms, and then finding survival. And that's the story. And the, the this specific movie uh, hangs a lot of um, music scores and melodramatic moments on his sleeves way too much backcountry horseshit don't watch it phoenix forgotten as well i i, I gave gave both these movies uh the same score one and a half it was a shitty week for movies in my world um okay. yeah but you uh, have nobody but to blame yeah, but yourself there. i like to go into these movies knowing that they're gonna be shit yeah and shit on them <laughs> that's your thing man that is my thing all right but uh, i don't have anything else that actually i did rewatch memento um, you guys really? have all seen Memento, you, right? Yeah, yeah, I own it. You, uh, what did you get on like the Nolan buzz or something? I got the like, Nolan buzz after yeah. Dunkirk, and I, I wanted to watch his like it. you know his very, very early project and see what the difference is. And uh, his career in the beginning was very much different than what he he's doing now. Um, obviously, it's a very small budget, mm-hmm. um, simple story, but mm-hmm. Memento definitely holds up. I love the movie. Yeah, I I still gave it a four and a half. Oh, um, I told my dad to see Dunkirk, by the way. Did he go? Yeah. What did he think? He gave like, a review? He's like, you're right. I loved it. <laughs> oh, really? Everything was realistic and, and just you know, just how I always heard about it. Right. And, uh, he, re- he really liked it. Speaking of Dunkirk, I know we all made a promise last week on the podcast to go see it in IMAX. <laughs> did you guys go see it? I mean, no. you really asked him. Oh, you guys think? Oh, surprisingly, I actually didn't go see it. <laughs> My girlfriend made a good point. She's like, why would you want to spend $25 for an IMAX movie when you could go do other things like get drunk? That oh, was a good point. I don't think that's a good point. You don't? I actually, <laughs> I actually want, would, would prefer to go see the IMAX movie. Yeah, it's, just, it's, just, it's hard, you know? Yeah. Um, the only theater I was playing was like East Village or something like that. I forgot the name. And I, don't I think want... it was Kip's Bay, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's in East I, Village, I go I there a lot, though. Oh, you do? That's like 23rd Street. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, I don't have anything else if you guys just want to jump into the main review. Yeah, so we might have a short episode, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with this atomic bond discussion. Yeah, I chose this life, and someday it's going to get me killed. But not today. 
All right. So, Atomic Blonde, directed by David Leach. Uh, did you guys know David Leach also co-directed uh, the John Wick movies? Yep. Yeah, I read something about that. Yeah. I didn't know that till after I saw the movie. I knew I recognized the name, so I went out, you know, did some research and found out that he did. But actually, in the first movie, he's listed as, as uncredited uh, co-director. I don't know. Maybe it's a financial thing. I'm not a, sure what that he's means. He's a stuntman, right? Yeah, they're both yeah. stuntmen. Um, the other guy, I forgot his name. But uh, Atomic Blonde, the IMDb plot goes, an undercover MI16 agent is sent to Berlin during the Cold War to investigate the murder of a fellow agent and recover a missing list of double agents. Now, this movie stars Charlize Theron, James McAvoy, and John Goodman. And it uh, does have uh, some other characters here. But Sophia Batella. Sophia Batella. I know you guys are into her. I'm into her. Toby yep. Jones as well is in this movie. And also, uh, what's her? What's his name? Bill Skarsgård. What was Bill Skarsgård in? I was trying to remember what he was in. I feel like this has come up before. Yeah, we did talk about this. <laughs> this is weird. This guy eludes us. Yeah. It's weird. But uh, initial impressions, Shomo? Yeah, I guess since Steve's not here. He usually uh, does their first Yeah, I'll review. go ahead and uh, jump in. Um, so, I already forgot most of the plot points in this movie. Oh, wow. Um, did I miss something? I'm not sure if you did. Did you watch this movie with uh, being tired? I was slightly tired, but a good movie shouldn't, you know, have, you know. I don't, I don't know, know if you're, I was tired if you're alluding to the same thing that I'm about to, but when we first walked out of this movie, I looked at Harvey and I said, I'm usually good at like, following long plots, but like this movie was told in a very confusing manner. Um, and while I was driving home, I actually did piece it together as I'm like saying it out loud to my girlfriend, but on an initial watch, it's kind of hard to put together and just the way they told the story. Yes. But that's not, just my initial not, criticism. Yeah, yeah that, that's not... And I don't think that's in a good way. Like, mm-hmm. like a Nolan film would, would yeah. do that too, but you piece it together in like a, a fun, puzzly way. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, I see what um, they're trying to do. All right, so this movie, Atomic Blonde, is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And um, we've got like an 80 some percent. I think it's 75% it? now, oh. but it's it's like certified fresh. And uh, I don't believe that. I'm, I'm calling them out again. I think, I swear to God, I think they're just afraid because she's bisexual. She's a woman. She's a female lead. They they can't give it a bad review. Hollywood uh, doesn't want to get those ac- or the the critics of Hollywood don't right. want to be accused of being you know intolerant to new things. You know because we don't get a lot of you know Jane Bond type movies. You know. Um, as far as action scenes go, I hear people talking about it a, a lot. Uh, very overly ca- uh, choreographed. I. I feel like I was counting the beats. I like um, the punches don't look real to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it if it, it feels like they're halfway through rehearsing, like they haven't finally got to the final like like you know go where they actually do it naturally to me. That's what it felt like. And um, there's a decent scene in the stairwell. If you guys remember that scene, yes, that's what that, everybody's talking about. Yeah, but I don't think the Corey choreography was that great i think the camera work is really good and that's what made that like appetizing to the eyes um but i don't think that really saves the movie from the plot issues that it has this people people like this movie and i'm getting confused because like people need to stop being so easily amused and when i say easily amused i don't mean um like mouth breathers who go to a movie and they like whatever they see. That okay, I understand that. They they see a lot of movies, but I'm talking about film lovers. 
Like, just just because someone, they put fucking 99 red balloons in the background and someone gets beat with a fucking skateboard, that is not the epitome of cinema. That's not amazing. It's not that great. You, got, you guys on board with me here? I'll so, get into the soundtrack later. Yeah, um... That doesn't mean it's cool or hip, all right? I mean, this feels like Diet Guy Richie to me. Um, yeah, I'm shitting on this movie, huh? Um, hey, I said initial, all right? You put it all out there. Oh, I was just going, I was just putting it all out there. Okay. And then I was just going to maybe feed off whatever you all guys right. say. I got more to say, I guess Let's I'll say. Let's move on. It. Let's, Harvey, um, initial thoughts. Yeah. Before we dissect it. I'm not on board with uh, what Shomo's saying. No? No. Um, Shomo, get up. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it. It's um this movie's not original in any way. It uh it hits a lot of the same uh steps that similar fucking movies have made, all like spy thrillers and stuff of the last thirty years, but this movie does separate itself in a couple ways. First, it is a woman. I mean that isn't necessarily a reason to love this movie or to make it a good movie. It's just uh different. And it's, I don't know, it's refreshing to see someone not a dude beating the shit out of other dudes. Mm -hmm. Um, The second thing that I really liked about this movie is the style. What's that? That's your roommate, Jesse. (laughs) Yeah, the second thing is uh, the style. Um, This movie's really stylish. It kind of reminded me of, um, not necessarily Guy Ritchie, but it reminded me more of The Matrix in some ways. I don't know if it's because of like the tight like fight scenes like in the hallways like in the corridors and stuff like that but it like the, the style of fighting it wasn't like uh i guess being choreographed like very choreographed was a result of like the motions motions looking very fluid and and stylish i really like that i don't know that's um fluid I don't, I don't think they look fluid. They, they, I feel like every hit stops abruptly, and they have to wait for the next motion of the choreography. I don't think this film is stylish at all, but we'll get into it. Oh, oh well, yeah. Aside from the um, the fighting, I also thought the just the overall feel of the movie as well was. Um, I don't know. It's definitely there's a lot going on the screen. Uh, at some moments it can be uh, I don't know what's the word for it but um, it can look kind of gaudy at sometimes because there's a lot going on the screens the screen and then you have a like red yeah 99 red balloons playing and you have all this uh, like graffiti um, like the yeah. Berlin walls yeah like well I mean like the actual graffiti on screen and stuff um, oh that the titles yeah. yeah so it can be a lot to take in but Classic Suicide Squad. I don't know. I don't know about that, but yeah, I don't know. This I is just. Mean, a, I, I think that's fair. This is a very unconventional summer blockbuster. I think, and I, I really liked how different it was, and I think that it did some things right. I don't necessarily believe that. Um, it was a diet guy Richie film. So mm-hmm. I know it was a diet. Okay, Ritchie like film. okay. To be honest, I'm somewhere in be- right in between the two of you. Right. Now, obviously, this movie is overstylized. It's it's obviously inspired by the previous work of the directors or sorry the director and working on it's an it's a cold war berlin 1980s john wick essentially with a a female lead 
And the movie the movie references a lot of pop culture stuff. And that's the one thing I don't buy in this movie. It's all the pop culture reference. The soundtrack, yeah, it's good to hear it on screen and see action scenes and and uh, plot played out with the score of the movie. But I just feel like it's too on the nose and too typical for this period. Like, this movie's supposed to take place in 1989. Some of these songs came out in the early 80s. Like and they're playing these songs like it's like it came out that month, and right, yeah. so that's one thing I, I had an issue with the movie. I don't want to get into too much with it, but like I said, it this the soundtrack is what Sean in like two thousand seven would have loved and had a CD of in his car, but uh, like you know all the the new order stuff. You did have that CD in your car. Yeah, I did. But uh, another issue I did I did have. I know I'm getting into just issues right now, but um, there's some stuff that I like. The main problem with this movie is John, uh, James McAvoy's story. His motivations and his plot is very hard to piece together. Even now, I'm not entirely sure what mm. his motivations were yeah. and what's going on with that. I'm not going to give too much away because there are some spoilers in there. Um, I'm not quite sure. I fully understand it. Maybe on second rewatch. Even so, I don't think I believe it or buy his motivation. Um, I did like some of the fight scenes i was actually telling my girlfriend yeah the stairway stuff um it was uh, it was well done i appreciate that it was done i'm not saying that the fighting was incredible i'm just saying like the everything in general the filming the work that they put in to get to make the effort that, to make it look like one take even though it was not one take it was a it's kind of like birdman where they kind of faked it to look like one take mm-hmm. um i did like that but i actually liked the car stuff a lot and I did like the look of Cold World Berlin in England. I thought that stuff looked good. Um, like just being in the cold and how everything was grayed out and just a neutral tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not too crazy about Charlie Theron's character's plot as well. There is a, a huge twist in the end, as you can expect with these um, you know, spy thrillers. I'm not sure if I'm even on board with that. But for overall, I would say I did think it was fine i didn't love it didn't hate it so i'm somewhere in the middle what did you guys think of the soundtrack we didn't talk about that really i mean the soundtrack was i i predicted it given the trailer was had you know mm-hmm. uh kind of a prequel to it um it's like we'll just, we'll just, I'll just re- real quick i kind of just want to make one George point Michael. that doesn't have have anything to do with the soundtrack it's like it, people are comparing it to john wick but like when you think about it there's like two fight scenes in the beginning and then one towards the end and then there's just nonsense plot in the middle whereas john wick is a a snowball effect of action when i compare to john wick i'm talking about the style of uh the set design and the the way they shoot it like there's a lot of neon lit scenes in this movie a ton of neon it reminded me more of like the man from uncle which i but I, i actually like that a lot more uh in in terms of like tone rather than uh john wick was like uh humorously uh Mm -hmm. i don't action-packed but um yeah i mean the soundtrack it didn't bother me i mean i don't know i mean but we just got baby driver and it was just like all right whatever i mean i'm 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 over the gimmicks you know right another thing i i got tired of um was like the lighting like every scene has to be like a neon lighting and i'm just like uh i just got kind of repetitive i was like i felt like i was watching a weekend video you know Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't that like interesting. It was just like faint red and blue lights coming from angles, and I wasn't like it wasn't like only God forgives where it's like super harsh and and pretty. And I was just I was I was getting over it. I was, I was like, eh. 
Okay. Um, what about um? I'm oh, sorry. I was gonna say something. Yeah. Um. You mentioned McAvoy's uh, McAvoy's character and his motivations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I felt the same way at first, but then I started to think about it, and I don't know. I I think the nature of making a spy thriller is that you don't really know the motivations of the majority of the characters in the movie because they're playing like um, they're all lying to each other. Yeah. So I don't know. When I think about McAvoy's character and his intentions, it kind of becomes pretty simple to figure out. Like, um, well. In the movie, he explains what his motivation is, and I don't. That's what I mean. I don't buy. I don't buy his answer or his explanation of his motivation, because there's they don't really flush that be, out. Do you? Well, do you believe that he was telling the truth though? When he, yeah, I believe that towards the end he does have an explanation of what he was trying to do. Like he says something about creating balance, and the reason why this exists is because he loves Berlin, and for me, it's just. It just doesn't make sense. My Even my like, issue with that is like even if I do get on board with what Harvey's saying, um, which I kind of get what you're you're coming from. The fact the way that they use uh, McAvoy's character, he he drops in and out so abruptly in the movie that to be honest with you, I didn't give a fuck about him, and mm-hmm. I, I just he he wasn't like he didn't define um, the plot enough for me. He he came and went like. Like he was important, and then he wasn't important, and then it just got really a. And then he became extremely important later, and it was just it felt abrupt, and and I almost forgot who he was. You know, like it was, it's, it's something going on with this plot that really fucking rubs me the wrong way. Okay, um, I know a lot of people are talking about the sex in the movie, but without giving too much away about mm-hmm. the, the actual scene that occurs in the movie, what did you guys think about that? Do you think it was um, shock value, um, or do you just think just the movie's trying to be unique? I think um, I think part of it's like getting on board with like you know being gay or possibly being lesbian, uh, bisexual. But I mean, I was actually looking forward to that scene because of the trailer, and I love Sophia Batella. And there's a scene like where she first meets her; she looks so fucking gorgeous. And um, and then and then the the sex scene ended, you know, and I was just like. Uh, well, you had to leave and go to the bathroom. No, I was oh. just like, well, now we're back to this boring fucking plot. Um, <laughs> I liked it because, uh, wait, we're talking about sex scenes, right? Yes. The woman on woman sex scenes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I liked them. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. It's yeah. very, very. It's no uh, blue yeah. Zorms color, but. No, it's pretty tame. But yeah, I like the idea of it because, I don't know, like I said before, like this movie doesn't really do anything new, but I feel like it's taking. Like uh, those tropes of uh, old spy thrillers, like um, James Bond going to a city, some foreign city, and uh, meeting, yeah. you know, like a fellow agent or like a like a competing agent or whatever from like yeah. a different intelligence agency, and like wooing her and having sex with her. I like it that it does that, but it makes it like Unique, lesbian yeah. love instead. I kind of like that about it. I, I like that about it too. Um, For me, it's not enough nudity. Yeah, we saw some boobies, but you know what? What we barely saw boobies. Yeah. Um, was <laughs> like fucking thirteen year olds reviewing this movie? There's boobies, boobies in this movie. Um, I, so like I, I kind of disagree with almost everything about the style of this film. I feel like it didn't have much style. And what what did you guys think about the way that the story was told? Um, I think that was just, you mean like the the device of using like telling the story in the flashback? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. 
I see. I, I guess I wasn't expecting it, but I think it all didn't bother the, me too all much. All the scenes in that room, just like when you detract towards them, I think it uh, takes away from the story. I don't like the characters in that room. I don't like the like her demeanor. It just... I don't know, I'm not this buying it. I'm not buying this it. This is like the most we've dis- disagreed on a movie. Because actually, probably the the beguiled I bet. Well, yeah, because I fucking hate that movie. But yeah, I think that's this, weird. That's a great movie. It's my top five of the year. I don't know about that, but yeah, um, I enjoyed how the story was told. I I like that it uh, it's all th- told through uh, through a flashback through through uh, the main character's memories or her retelling of the story. But I like that it comes back to present day and it like infuses like some, it infuses like new like exposition like it's shedding light on the events that she's telling before and I kind of like that because I, I don't I would rather just see it from the beginning because for one you know she's gonna be okay you know that whatever there's like I don't know it just kind of gives away things that I just don't I don't know I don't know I I like that it reminds me a bit of like uh, it reminds me of a noir like. Characters yeah. are always telling uh, a story that's happened a few days prior, and um, they're also reflecting on the story at the same time. And um, that's how I saw this: her reflecting on the events that occurred a few you, days prior. With, were you really? I mean, were you entertained in this movie? Like, why wasn't I entertained? Like, like a ghost story we, I talked about last time, and uh, did not love it. But if you guys sat me down. And like in retrospect and, and talk to me about why you think it's great and what it what it kind of displays and why it's unique and what you loved about it i would understand i'll just be like for some reason it didn't hit me well with the ghost story i hate to divert from the main review but specifically with the ghost story it's hard to explain why i like it it's like a feeling that well i know oh, well any other movie it's like um, when you hear a song can you explain why you love it That's i can it. explain why i love ghost story it's not very complicated but well what i'm saying is like I understand why, but this movie, I can't imagine a scenario why you, why you could break it down for me and tell me why it's good. And uh, that's like, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like people in the theater didn't like it. You ever, you know, sometimes you get the vibe that the other people around you don't like it either. I was getting that too. Uh, I um, really pay attention, I think I people guess. were bored. I don't, I was bored. I wasn't bored at any. I would say I wasn't bored either. I was, I was actually wow. on board what throughout the, the movie until it played the hell off. happened? I don't know, man. Like You've the plot, your, the plot uh, in the middle. I mean, they're, I mean, they're, they're talking about this list and like the stakes seem so low, and you, you, you eventually you have to remind yourself why all this conflict's happening. You felt the stakes were low. Yeah, like the. I constantly had to like say, "Oh, right, that's why they're they're in this conflict." Like it just wasn't apparent, you know. It's just like what is happening, like the. It was just a mishmash of uh, plot points that that weren't flowing together nicely to me. I can understand. I just I just don't think it flowed. Like you, you guys give me shit about Kingsman, but like <laughs> that movie flows, man. It's all about flow. I don't know about that. I'd... No, man, it's great. It's uh, espionage tropes done right. You know. I think so, this movie would have been way better if it was actually even more stylized. If it was like a just ridiculous like john wick i think is ridiculous but it works okay and man, yeah. from, man from uncle is a little ridiculous too in the in the weird this movie is in between somewhere like it's it's playing out of the cold war period it's somewhere in between um uh, i would say 
Tinker, uh, what's that movie? Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and Man from Uncle. That's somewhere in between there. Yeah, it's just uh, I I I didn't feel the style was like um, in line. Like it, it didn't have its like a, its own identity. Right. Like there were just scenes where I was just like, uh, I don't know. I think I think it was a really boring movie. Boring? I wouldn't say it was boring. Yeah, I just got that. I don't know. Nothing cool happened. You know, funny enough, when this movie actually started playing within the first 10 minutes, I was like, whoa, this movie is a fucking four. Then slowly, little by little, it starts to decrease a bit. Like wait, the, wait, I thought which, the opening was very strong. Wait, um, which part particularly? Like the like when she arrives in uh, Berlin and like the soundtrack starts to play. Just the title sequence I thought was really good too. Yeah. All the really cinematography. I guess it was okay. I, I thought maybe in the first, but like the middle. Right. And then... The the last scene, the fight scene was good, I thought, and then the last like ten minutes were not good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's not a great ending. Um, I don't know. I, I I want someone else to go see it. I, I'm wondering what Steve would have thought, but uh, yeah, maybe I feel like Steve would have liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just bored. All right. I just don't think anything cool happened for for it being a. a espionage film i mean it was just a lot of juggling between like people getting set up and like characters that appear and reappear every now and then and uh didn't feel anything like i mean people compare it to james bond uh, john wick something else what what was the other one i don't know but we also compared it to like man from uncle and stuff and all those films had defining features where this one was just kind of you know around on the edges right harvey you want to inject there i mean i don't know i disagree i don't know yeah i'm just gonna keep disagreeing yeah i mean what was your main criticism harvey i can't remember did you talk about that my main criticism uh criticism um i suppose the the story itself can be tightened up a bit that's one of my main criticisms. I like a the bit. way it's, I like the way it's told. I like the style that it's told in, and the manner in which it's told. But um, there are some confusing points in the movie, which could definitely be tightened up and explained, or just uh, there's some things that could have been omitted. I think. Um, uh, not, if you're gonna talk about omitting stuff, I think the very last scene. That last that's action what, scene could have been omitted. That's like, what I'm I was not, talking about. I'm not a fan of like um, CGI blood splatters and bullet holes. Yeah. And in this movie, for some reason, it looked really cheap. Unless it's in like, Kingsman. Pe- right? Yeah, when people are getting shot in the head and you can like see the CGI on their face, it just looks cheap and takes me out of the movie. I'm, no one should have did it. I'm curious why people even opt to do that in the first place. I'm not really sure why. Because yeah, she squibbles. Well, they, they do that in John Wick, right? My, <sighs> it depends on like how good the CGI is. I mean, sure, yeah. My I mean, my problem with this up, movie though. is that it needs something to make up for its flaws, and to me it doesn't have it. None none of the action scenes were, were anything new or exciting. None of the the plot twists were new and exciting. What what does it bring to the tables is my problem besides a bisexual or lesbian that's that's my problem. Every, I feel like every movie I watch, like like John Wick, I know I, I talked about it like it was for thirteen year olds. I still think I gave it a three and a half, though, because, I don't know, it the action scenes were new and exciting. 
you don't really see stuff that good, you know? Right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm disagreeing again. I, I mean, well, I think yeah, that, I mean, just what's, what's, what's it bring? I mean, it's weird. I don't know. Like the, the things that you're talking about, the things that it has taken from other movies that aren't necessarily original. I think they are sef- definitely things we've seen before, but I think this movie kind of makes them a bit more new. Like she, I don't know. I'm not really sure why people are comparing it to John. Wick. I guess because that guy co-directed John Wick, but I don't know. This is different in several ways. Like she doesn't even use guns. First of all, that's a. But when she does, it looks a little bit like John Wick. She uses a gu- she uses a gun like once in this movie that yeah. I can remember. Yeah, but they even they that, even make it a point to emphasize that she doesn't use his guns. Like towards the end, where she used the stock of the gun to beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah, like majority of this is like hand to hand. It's like John on Wick like throws on guns. Come back. On yeah. back. Funny enough, this uh this cinematographer Jonathan Sella. Yeah, I know you mentioned the weekend, but he comes from music videos and he's directed the Can't Feel My Face. Oh yeah. Yeah. Called it. He did uh John Wick one and Transforms Last Night. Some other <clears> stuff. Good Day to Die Hard, Max Payne. Hmm. Okay. A Rihanna video. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just don't like this movie. It it, br- it brought absolutely nothing to the cinemas this summer. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think it? What, what about you, Sean? You, I mean, like I said, I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't. I don't hate the movie. I don't I love it. I think it just middle. it just plays like an action film starring a woman. And, um, you know, I think it, it hangs a lot of stuff on its sleeves, like uh, fight scenes, like intense action scenes that are made to look like they're one take, and some stylized set design. If they have, but that, like, I the story just kind of takes me out of it. I just didn't understand where I just didn't. I wasn't on board with what the plot is was. Exactly, I wasn't either. Like the whole but, list stuff, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, like my argument, why that's that. such a big deal when they could solve this in one. Yeah. One session. But my argument with that is like, if you're gonna, if it's gonna have those flaws, why not like strew great action action scenes throughout the movie? They don't do that. Uh huh. And uh, I, I would like them to like do something new. Like, I feel like one of the born the born ultimatum starts to get a little. Um, it, I like that movie a lot, but it, it does start to get a little like hard to follow at like one part. But like the action's so great, and like just thinking about that scene where they jump from the fucking building with a camera, and it's just like it keeps you in your seat. And I was, uh, I don't know, thought the first fight mm-hmm. scenes were overly choreographed and didn't look cool. I mean, I mean, we're spoiled though. I mean, if you've seen fucking Asian movies, I mean, they do it better, you know? They, like, what is this nonsense? I mean, I feel bad because I hate. So you this would have preferred Jackie Chan this movie. Oh, you would have fucking killed those action scenes. It would have made her look like a fucking kindergartner trying to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- and she did her own stunts in this, right, or something? Yeah, some of that's them. That's always debatable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah they to probably, a degree. I'm, yeah, well, I feel bad. She had to show her tits. Her get hurt and she stop. had to show her tits in a movie like this, and like do her own stunts and risk her life for a movie like this. <laughs> right, I feel bad for. Her. Well, Mad, Ma- I mean, she was in Mad Max. And it was fucking brilliant. Uh huh. Did she do her own stunts there? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she did some kicking and punching. Oh, right, yeah. Throwing. Well, well, I mean, sure. But. All right, let's rate this bitch. I'm not buying it. What are you going to give it? Two. Out of five. Two. Yeah, it's, there's nothing good about it. <laughs> All right, Harvey, what you got? Um. Yeah. 
Damn. I jerk. disagree with pretty much everything. Uh, I just wish you could tell me why. I I feel like I I feel like I have. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It just did it for you, you know. I mean, I can explain it, but I I think I have. I mean, mm-hmm. I disagree that it this movie hasn't brought anything new to the genre. I feel like it definitely has. Um, this movie kind of I don't know. It like marries like noir and like spy thriller. It kind of like is like a callback to old. Like noir, like noir thrillers, well, but yeah, this but is that, like done very differently. That's on the lot. surface, though. Like Steve McQueen stuff. I mean, that's on the surface. Like, yeah, it, it takes it does something new with genres, but like, uh, but the the meat, the content is what counts for me. I mean, it's very difficult to deviate from that content. I mean, I'm not really sure what else they could have done. Different. I don't see just more and better action. I don't know. I don't know. I. I disagree with that too. I think the action was it was definitely overstylized, but I think that works in the, for this movie. It was um, like that ten minute fight scene. I think that I think that shit was cool. I think it was really cool the way it was done. I think I really liked it. It was. Did you uh, like the key in the face? It was it was funny. I yeah. mean, it's it kind of funny, but yeah. I was thinking, why does he just take it out? He's just jingling it. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that was about. I like that the guns weren't involved very heavily in this movie. I like that it was all. Like on 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 arm uh, fighting. Yeah, I mean, it would have been even better. They were, you know, Asian. <laughs> when I say Asian, I mean better choreographed. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. I was confused <laughs> about what you were talking about. I don't know. I, I just I think certain Asian. Would you rather the main character be Lucy Liu? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think the core the choreography was definitely um, very present. Like you can see it. But I don't know. Unless you have uh, trained fighters, um, well, I think shooting these or making these movies and starring in them is very difficult to yeah. get that shit across. Well, I think if you're gonna do like a very apparent uh, choreography, it, sh- it should be like shit we've never seen before. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like it's unfair to expect so so much from this movie. Uh, I, I enjoyed I it mean, for what uh, it was. Christopher Nolan got fucking World War II planes in the air and shot. I expect Nolan. so much from everyone in Hollywood. Christopher Nolan is, um, I don't know what he is, but he's not a human being. Yeah. Well, we all we all need to aspire to make films in that ambition. All right, give this fucking score. Yeah, I'm filling in for Steve. Three and a half? Okay, cool. Because Ooh, my score is a three out of five. That's high. It's high, huh? Like I said, it's very, for me, I enjoyed it. Um, I do have my issues with it, but I didn't hate the movie. Um, maybe down the line in life, I'll probably watch it with my kid or something. What? <laughs> I don't know. Were you ever nervous? When? In the movie. For what? Like. Well, the thing is, when I'm watching a movie, I have this habit. I can't help it. Ever since I was a child, I'm always trying to piece things together, like trying to figure out the ending, trying to figure out the twist. And it's, for this movie, it frustrated me because, um, just because the plot was kind of hard to follow and i'm also trying i'm always trying to pick at everyone's motivations and like why this person would do that why the ending would end up this way all these different angles and it confused me maybe that's a good thing maybe it's a bad thing i just i don't know it's probably not a good thing yeah i don't know um what i'm saying is like i wasn't i want to i like being nervous in films i like laughing in but like films. for the main character like where like yeah where their outcome like, might be. i like i like the fact that a movie can like do that where i'm like i know this is a film and i know everyone in the film's okay but why am i uh-huh. nervous right now that's a that's an amazing euphoria um 
but that's like the I don't know. That's like the like, nature of a film told as a flashback. You're not you because you know that person's all right. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think, think that takes. I, don't away think that was I actually thought the story. Well, the story eventually. I'm not gonna say too much, but it does pick up from what the you know the plot device starts off with being and then the way it ends up. But I actually thought where the movie starts off was actually the middle point of the movie. But I, yeah. it turns out it definitely. Well, wasn't. I was just gonna bring up like I wasn't like I was gonna ask you if you were nervous. I was gonna ask you if you laughed. I was. Gonna, you know, I, was, I can't remember. I don't think I really laughed. No. Yeah. I mean, it's not funny, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so three, three and a half, and a two. I'm, yeah, I'm going to so go three. Hard two. What do you guys think about uh, David Leach doing the new Deadpool? How do you think that's going to translate into the. I don't really care I'll about take the all Deadpool that, series. I take all that with a grain of salt because I know what Marvel. I don't know. I, I, I still see directors. Well, as, I, was, I was trying to get at like the way he directs stunts and. Just the way he chore- he 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 likes to choreograph stuff, and you know Deadpool uses a lot of CGI. He's all about like you know using practical hand to hand stuff. It would mm. be interesting. Did you guys love Deadpool? Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't no, love I, it. I'd, I'd probably give it a three or a three. And I a thought half. I thought it did a good job of what the fucking budget was. Definitely yeah. for a Marvel film, what was like eight mil. Okay, yeah, I was entertained. Yeah, I was entertained in Deadpool, and mm-hmm. uh, wasn't in Atomic Blonde. Uh, yeah. God, what's should I go rewatch it right now? Actually, I'd rather give a ghost story another try. I think you should rewatch Chance. fucking Beguiled or something. All right. Now the Beguiled Let's holds up, man. Okay. Now I read a review from Steve here. Oh really? Yeah, it says. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Steve. Well, what's your this prediction movie? though on his score? What do you think you would have gave this? I think Steve would have been middle of the road with I, you. Yeah, Three. I think uh, from knowing what he's into and. I'm strictly basing his my assumption of what he might think from watching the first John Wick movie with him, his mm-hmm. initial impressions. I think he would have been in the middle of the road. I don't think he would have loved it. I don't think he would have hated it. But I think he would have liked the soundtrack because he's into these uh, these uh, bands as well, musicians. I'm just like, I feel like they've dropped the ball. Like, what if they had just taken the plot down to like a John Wick level where there's no convolution and just made it fucking over the top uh-huh. hilarious action like they should have just did that with a female lead that would have been great yeah they didn't uh they didn't like go fully stylized whereas you know fully stylized would be sin city and also the uh, i want to bring up the last fight scene it was so f- visually it was it was pretty good fucking uh-huh. but the audio of them just screaming after every punch they throw was just it was awful to me <laughs> it was it was just like they were like you're trying to he's he's got his back to you and you're gonna sneak up on him by screaming uh-huh i don't know i'm just annoyed by that little shit bill scholar was in victoria right the guy uh yeah yeah fuck yeah they're connect but uh you guys want to move on <sighs> yeah, you guys I guess. want to pick a movie for next week? Yeah. So not much is coming out next week. Yeah, next week to... looks like a, a void almost. Yeah, the only thing big that's coming out is Dark Towers. The thing is, the funny thing is, Steve's not gonna have a vote. <laughs> yeah, Steve I don't. I don't, to... I don't think it really matters though because there's not really anything to choose from. There, I'll, okay, I'll give you all the stuff that's coming out: The Dark Tower, Kidnap, with Halle Berry, Detroit, mm, Detroit. Wind River. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want to see Detroit. Columbus, yeah, step. I'd, I'd like to see Detroit. Okay, well, let's narrow it. Detroit or Dark Tower. <laughs> Dark Tower or Columbus with John Cho. It's got a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez. Columbus. Yeah. Wait a second. That's um. 
Oh, it's like a, a comedy, right? I mean, obviously it's John Cho. It's a drama. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, it's I saw the the trailer. It reminded me of like yeah. Big Sick a little bit. Um, I, uh, I'll probably go see. I don't think it. Probably see it when it comes out to Redbox. Yeah, Redbox. You remember the joy of like skating Walmart till three a.m. Yeah, and then Redbox. And then be like, I'm trying to figure Redbox. out the code to get one for free. Yeah, good times. But, uh, I'm assuming Dark Towers for the main review. <sighs> There's really nothing else. Yeah, let's do Dark Tower. I'm not got, sure if um, Detroit's going to have a wide release. Detroit looks weird. Like, I feel like uh, they're not really pushing that movie that hard. Yeah, I think I've seen one trailer. Are they scared? Are they, are they, Probably they, money. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys, what do you guys say? I'll, I'll probably go Dark Tower. I'm interested in Detroit, I guess. I want to see Valerian too for some reason. I do want to see Valerian as well. Uh, been really tr- I know the consensus around Tomato is pretty middle of the road, mm-hmm. but uh, from actual individual reviews, I can't trust been, Rotten Tomatoes anymore. So. I've read some good stuff. <laughs> read some good stuff. Yeah, I, so I, I might try to make it this week. Me too. Harvey Valerian, you want to check it out? Not for the main review, but sure. But uh, what are you saying for the Date main night? review next week? I mean, I've been outvoted already, so it doesn't but matter. what would you say? Because maybe you, if you could preach it, you could sway our vote. Uh, eh, I don't want to preach it. Or, <laughs> I don't know. I think Detroit could be cool. I mean, looks interesting. Yeah, it'd be cool to see uh, Moses. But uh, yeah, yeah. I want to see uh, Crown Heights more though. Crown Heights does look pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> so the the one of the main articles of Detroit is Detroit. When white directors tell black stories. Oh, that's, oh. <laughs> I was thinking about that too, like a couple of days ago. Got him. <laughs> Catherine Bigelow, Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow is not bad. Though. I like Catherine Bigelow a lot. Act. She's a good. The director. Hurt Locker. Yeah. She's also done Zero Dark Thirty and Last Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty a lot. Yeah. But uh, I guess uh, she, she the Dark her, Tower. She likes her history. Idris Elba. Huh? Yeah. Now Harvey said something to me in the movie theaters last week. Mm. He looked over to me and he says, "Do you think Idris Elba fucks a lot of girls?" I said that. Yeah. Oh. You don't remember that when we saw the trailer? I feel like he uh, doesn't uh, because he's like too Is he noble. married? I don't know. He's I, probably married. Yeah, he's kind of old. I would imagine he's married at this point. Let's just fact check ourselves before we. Leo's not married. That's by choice. Yeah. Just can't find the one, right? Uh, he's oh, found a bunch he's of got. A, he's a. Uh, He's divorced. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ladies? Right. Okay, well, right now, he probably is fucking <laughs> I don't understand why that has relevance. So. But uh, like I said, I, Dark Tower was on my most anticipated. Um, but seeing the trailer, I, the action looks good. But like the, Guess we'll see. It might story, be one of those movies where it's like, you know, kind of a disappointment. Like, you my heart. <laughs> but like the story I just love his accent. of the kid in the beginning, like, I know there's another world out there. Yeah, and I just yeah, it didn't. How the fuck you knowing that? Like, I don't yeah. get that. Well, he he can sense <laughs> it. Yeah, he can sense his, it. Yeah. But we'll um we'll see. The trailer dialogue that they chose is is not a good uh, indication. But right, it's a couple good action scenes in the trailer. But uh, all right, cool. Hey, but this is do the, the right film. We're here. We're here to uh let you know. Even though we don't I, do I a good a job. Quick, quick uh little game for you guys. Who can guess Idris Elba's age? Um. All right. Let's see. We got a factor in black. Don't crack. <laughs> to, uh, I saw. I saw a really good video on that. <laughs> uh, 
I, I saw it too. Uh, All right, so Black Don't Crack. Um, I want to say he's like 47. Okay, Harvey? We're all fucking nowhere near it, right? <laughs> Harvey, drop a number for me. <laughs> this is a new game. Think about his career. Um, I how long he's been in the game. He was on the wire. I'm going to go with... I just realized I'm wrong. I'm going to go with 44. I think it's... Did you I, look it up? No. He's 44. Really? Dude, He he's actually what? young. That's not far off from us. Oh, I was actually going to say maybe he's older. And he's, he's you would 55. think older because of how long his career has been. But I, mean, I was pretty close. Yeah, you were close with Harvey. Did you look it up? Yeah, he probably cheated. I didn't. 44, that's right on the dot. Yeah, man. It's a little suspicious. Yeah, the, uh, he's actually... Do you cheated. guys know that? I don't know if you know this. Fuck would I cheat? Might be a nice little trivia. He's from England. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. All right, cool. The Dark Tower. Um, sure. Let's move on. You guys want to talk about the topic? is in that too. No. Yeah. Oh, guess his age. He's like 52. Is 50, he? 52. I he's know like, he's 50. I would the, say 51, actually. Whenever somebody goes out of town, we're down a host, we should fill it in with guess this okay, actor's age. Okay, you say 51? Yeah. Show. It, it's such a good guess, so like I don't want to pick anything else. I mean, I'll go, uh, let's see. He's, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> like going 40, 49. Wow. Very close. He's 47. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, he's shit. much younger than I thought. I was thinking, I was like observing his, his body and Magic Mike, and I'm like, eh, he's probably in his 40s. And he's married. Sorry, guys. Okay. But, um, yeah, enough stalling on age. Yeah, what's, uh, what's, what's Oh, actually, on? guess Leo's age. <laughs> I, I feel like I've looked this up before. <laughs> but you don't know it. Uh, 44? Close. Harvey? I have no idea how old Leo is. Okay, probably... real question. Do you think he's too old to get married and have kids at this point? He's 42. You're never no. too old to have kids if you're a man. No. Because no, uh, he's been playing hot and loose in the last 10 years of his life. George Clooney just had a kid. That is true. He's like 55 or hey something. Hey, man, semen doesn't expire. Doesn't it? I mean, Sometimes not for does, a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's 42. That's crazy. Oh, I, was two, I was two years off. Yeah. But all right, let's just move on. Let's talk about uh, our, our guest favorite choreograph fight scene. Now, did you set parameters? Is it fight for scenes or action scenes? Action fight scenes. I would say action scenes because I think you can choreograph. Well, I don't know. You guys want to do action? It doesn't matter. Whatever. My my uh, action scene has to do with a fight. I'm sure we all picked fight-ish yeah. scenes. Um, I just want to know that I got banned from picking one. Kingsman? Yeah. Oh. I don't think Are you I talking was gonna... about the church scene? That's great. Oh, okay. I rewatched it today. You can't tell me that shit. You know, I read up some stuff on the new what? one and that why this character still exists in the new movie. It's ridiculous. Like Which character? Um what's his name? Colin Clark's character. Oh wait, don't tell don't spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil do it. They, no, do they bring it up in the second one? No. Yeah, no. They bring it up. I'm don't, not gonna spoil it. No, no. But it's just crazy to me. It doesn't make sense. Uh yeah, but Kingsman is allowed to not make sense because it has great scenes. Mm-hmm. Tom Bond doesn't. Maybe his character doesn't exist. Maybe it's his code name. Could be. Could be. Um, that church scene is actually kind of fucking hilariously fun. Mm-hmm. But I won't pick it. All right. Set the stage for your pick because I know you usually have a backstory and not a follow up. Not too much. Well, what, what, let me ask you again. What What is your criteria for this? What makes a good choreographed scene? Um, my, well, mine in particular plays a lot with the cinematography and the way it's shot and the way the design mm-hmm. of everything that looks around it goes I th- into I it. I think there's two ways to go about this. There's ones that looked choreographed, but they're 
really badass and there's ones that are so well done they look real right like a lot of people can say like the matrix stuff like some of the the gun stuff in that scene or the first first fight scene in sure. the dojo stuff or the gun scene when they're just picking guns and just shoot them up in the the, the so corporate I, warehouse i think i'll go with a runner-up but uh my main pick is going to be obvious um i rewatched it today um because i love it so much and it's the the hammer scene in old boy good pick because i didn't wh- think about that if you if you rewatch it later um it, or if you're like listening and you want to watch it um look how fucking real those punches look yeah those punches look like like fucking real and the way that that usually scene is i can shot, tell when punches like, are fake it's just shot in one angle just the camera dragging along the yeah, hallway it's like it's a dolly shot yeah it's, and it's, it's just red background it's, it's really great um you can tell there's some choreography there it's very it's almost impossible if it's choreographed chances are you can kind of tell um so that's hard to do um and i think that that seems really great it's 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 human because the punches look real he he's getting hit a lot it, it's not so much like a, a trade-off he's like like he gets stabbed and he's using them all the moves that he's been practicing for the last 10 years yeah or that's hilarious he yeah. and he even brings it up like hey just 10 years of the fake other training scene, work too, fighting in the parking lot's good too yeah yeah it's a good mm-hmm. scene uh, I really like that scene. Um, I had a runner-up, and it was going to be... Um, I brought it up last last week. It was The Protector with Tony Jaw, where they... they and it doesn't 100% look real, but the shit that Tony Jaw is able to do, I don't think many people can do in this world. He, uh, he can do backflips onto people's heads with no wires. I mean, it's incredible. And... Um, and what what they did was do you guys remember that scene? Have you seen that movie? Yeah, so I don't which scene? There's a scene where they go up a spiral atrium, like six floors or some oh, shit. Oh yeah, and people and just like one, falling off. It's the sides. one take. There's people falling off mm-hmm. and he's like fighting off like probably fifty people and he's throwing them off the edge and they're falling to their deaths onto like fucking uh I don't even know. But uh it it's the movie itself is kind of cringy as far as the story goes and like the, the dialogue, but that scene is like one of the most ambitious things I've ever seen as far as choreography. They had to hire a bunch of different steady cam operators because most of yeah. them quit. Because mm-hmm. the steady cam operator had to fucking like walk up with him and follow along every, it's like five minutes long. It's, it's actually yep. incredible. One take. It doesn't really well, get much better than that. That's your runner but, up? Oh yeah. no, that's your main one, right? Now it's my runner up. Oh, okay. Um, there's a movie that people say is better, and I haven't seen. Uh, uh, Segway to Harvey. He's probably gonna pick it. <laughs> um, I think it's no secret what I'm about to say. <laughs> you said, like, <laughs> like so you're like confessing your love to a girl. Yeah, <laughs> I actually yeah. feel like unqualified to even discuss this topic because of what I hear about this movie. Yeah. Wait, what movie? The Raid. Is, you never seen The Raid? No. Whoa. Yeah. You've yeah. never seen The Raid? That's right up your alley. Yeah. I know. It's funny, right? I just, it's just one of those things. Yeah, The Raid, specifically the machete scene. It's oh, called that's... The Raid Redemption, correct? Yeah, they had yeah. to switch the name because it, there's another movie called The Raid. But Bullshit. Yeah. Um, there's a machete scene where um, he, like the main character, takes on about three or four dudes in a skinny, very skinny hallway. Like so, he has nowhere to go. Like he has to face them. It's like three or four dudes, and he—they all have machetes, and he beats the shit out of all of them. And yeah. it's—it's it's incredible. Like you can't, 
you cannot tell that this movie's choreographed. Like it's done so fucking well. Like these guys can it's fucking like fight. Indonesian, yeah. right? Yeah, it's Indonesian. Indonesian. It's a martial art called like peacock salat or something like that. <laughs> It sounds like, like a, a good meal. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> a very the, like uh, peacock salon. Like a special. It's like a martial art that's supposed to like work very well in like close quarters and stuff, and has like a lot of like grappling and um, yeah, and striking as well. But right, yeah, what's, what's it the reminds me a lot of, of all, this movie. The premise is um, it's like they have well, to there's go these up criminals a building, in this right? building. Yeah, it's actually the same exact same premise as uh, as um, dread. Dread, if, yeah. If you've seen the new dread. Uh no I haven't but I, I so know. it's it's cops versus criminals in yeah. one location and they have to fight to survive and, and this particular character is a cop right he's like yeah. a highly yeah. trained cop okay. well he's a cop but his uh martial arts training has nothing to do with being a cop okay yeah he's just, he's, he's, a, he's a badass he's cop a, he's yeah. a badass and have you seen the sequel yeah, yeah I have the sequel too the sequel is even more ambitious but I don't know I guess I have, I have a soft spot for the first one you should definitely see it he um. Yeah, like he doesn't use a gun or anything, and um, it's a really good movie, and that scene is fucking incredible. I think the thing that I really like about, well, the thing that makes uh, like fighting scenes, like good fighting scenes, are like uh, like the least amount of cuts as possible. Like um, one shot takes are always amazing, of course, but like you can really tell when somebody can fight when a camera doesn't when the camera doesn't uh, switch every time they throw a punch, right? That's when you can tell the people. I actually, fight. um, with, going back to the Kingsman thing, I definitely wouldn't have picked Kingsman anyway, even though I was banned from picking it because of it's mostly it's CGI and like cuts. It's just badass, but like I don't, I don't equate it to choreography as much as I do like cinematography yeah. and like general filmmaking. Yeah, with this movie, it's very low budget. It's just dudes that can really fucking fight. That's a, that's a good movie. Cool. Got to run her up or no? Um, no, I don't. I'll okay. Be honest. All right, so I'll give my uh, shout out or runner up if you may. So or... my my runner up is uh Jackie Chan in Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> There's a great fight scene I'll never forget since I was a child. I love Jackie Chan movies when I was a kid. Grew up, grew up with them. Wait, really quick. You remember the one uh Who Am I? Where he fights oh, the dude on the roof? Yeah. I fucking love it. When that. he loses his memory and yeah. he's like just like jumping from building to building, sliding down windows and shit. Yeah, Jackie but Jackie Chan. Chan, he used to fight more. He does a lot of running, which I is think, cool. But. Yeah, for for my runner up, Rumlin Bronx, I think that's one of it. Like, that's probably his peak of his like fighting on screen career, like him doing all the stunts. Yeah. And then you have like the stuff that follows it, like um, uh, Rush Hour. Oh, you didn't talk about Rush Hour. I know you mentioned it to me. You rewatched three. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about Rush Hour. To uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I really like Roman Bronx, especially that last fight scene where he's like battling like 30 dudes and women. <laughs> and uh, He's fighting women? Jogging the bitches. This, slapping think, the hoes. Yeah, I think like he slaps a woman, like a girl. In, like, yeah. You imagine if that movie came out now, they, Jackie Chan yeah. would be like the new Donald Trump. Um, You guys want to hear my main pick? Oh, yeah. That, well, I was so my that main was. pick is actually the... The fight scene, uh, I felt like destroying something beautiful in Fight Club. I love that scene. The way it's lit, the the way they shoot characters' emotions uh, that surrounds the main characters. And I remember as a child, like being able to like for like feel like I can fight by watching this character fight in raw form, form, uh, form. and just the blood and everything. Okay. Did you try it out? No, I would have got my ass kicked. This this is a good pick because I think we kind of often forget that 
choreography is involved with one-on-one like fist fights like that and even like boxing movies have good choreography yeah well that's what i was trying to explain my pick is more the way it made me feel and the way things play out and just the way it looks real just two people fighting it's like watching bum fights yeah that's what that scene reminds me <laughs> exactly. of some of the some of the fights in creed mm-hmm. were, were I, I nearly great. mentioned that video yeah great boxing fights in that i've never seen creed it's very i have to really? watch it Never seen it. It's really difficult to make like good. Well, I don't know if it's difficult, but I just haven't seen really good uh, choreographed boxing movies. I was very impressed with Creed. Really? Yeah. Creed, okay. Creed's incredible. I love but yeah, movie. how good is that scene? And then what you later find out about that scene? Yeah. Genius. Yeah. That's again. that's a interesting dive. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't expect anyone to pick that. Um. Yeah. Fight Club and Rumble in the Bronx. When was the last time you guys saw a really good Jackie Chan movie? Um, I couldn't like tell you. Like an older you, one. Who I, I was a good I one? I watched The Drunken Master like probably within like maybe five years ago. <laughs> there was one uh, that I liked, um, Double Dragon, where he he finds like a twin, like his twin, and they have to like, what? Oh, I guess somebody's after the twin. He has to protect him. It's really good. So um, you didn't pick anything from Three Ninjas? No, not this time. Those fight scenes are fucking. <laughs> the really basketball good. scene was pretty sick. Yeah, flying through the good, air. Good choreography there. Yeah, so that's about it. Um, do you right. guys remember the tuxedo? Fortunately, yeah. I want to see that movie in theaters on opening night. Um, I believe I did too, and I don't remember a thing Jennifer about Jennifer Love you. Yeah. But I was telling Harvey, I don't. I feel like Jackie Chan can't do movies like this anymore. He can do movies like where he's playing like a more serious role, but he can't fucking fight now. I don't know. I can he? He's not, old as shit. I mean, I it's be, not going to look great. Yeah, but you got to factor in that he's Asian. He's probably got 40 years on everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Jackie Chan would beat the shit out of some people still. You? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think would want to fight Mike Tyson or, or uh, current Mike Tyson, current Jackie Chan? <laughs> probably Mike Tyson. Isn't Mike Tyson like fat as shit? Yeah, yeah but, but Mike Tyson imagine, is a fucking killer. Imagine getting punched by Mike Tyson even now, though. But Jackie Chan, he's like a master. But Jackie Chan away, can run. Yeah, back. he can run away. Yeah, he'll like kick over a a, a a potted plant up top, and it'll fall on Mike Tyson's head or something. Right. <laughs> you guys ever see uh, Super Cop? Police yeah. Story Three. Police yeah, Story Three. Yeah, I haven't seen the first Police one. Was really 3. good. You know, yeah. he directed that one. Yeah. The first one. It's crazy. Good movie. I love those movies. Me too. Another uh, martial artist often overlooked who does some great stuff is Donnie Yen. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like Donnie. He does some pretty crazy shit where he like puts his legs around people's heads and shit. Yeah. You know, one of my favorites is Jet Li. You can't forget about him. Yeah. Fist of Legend. Great. Oh, yeah, Wire Foo. The remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good fight scenes. If I'm honest, Fearless is probably my favorite. Fearless is great yeah. because it's different. I remember I saw it in theaters by myself. This is uh, impactful. It's very yeah. good. Remember uh, Danny the Dog or Unleash or whatever it's called? Oh, you know yeah, what? A lot of people didn't like that movie, but I think some of the fight scenes in that are great because I love that movie because they he's literally fucking pummeling people's faces in that movie, and yeah. it's actually I should Morgan Freeman's in that. I should have picked that. I'm gonna watch a fight scene from it. Okay, do you own it? Uh, or I, did you own it? I did own it. I gave it the chase. You might have gave it back. I don't remember. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. let's move on. Danny the Dog. Enough Jackie Chan and Jet Li movies. Because you guys are giving me boring. I want to rewatch. Honestly, these you can just watch on YouTube the fight scenes. Let's. let's I want to see the movie though. I want to see Unleashed, and I want to see Black Mask. Remember, Young Shoma was really uh, moved by the story of Unleashed. Oh yeah, it was sad, wasn't it? It's moving, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a fucking pretty much a dog. All right, let's move on here. So let's play the game. Oh, you got the dice. So this is the game. 
called Rolling of the Dice. The Rolling of the Dice. Is that what we call it? Is that the official name? Yeah, I, I guess know, it that's can what be. Said. It's a long-winded. So game. it's not a very complicated game. All we do is roll the dice. The person with the lowest number has to watch a movie assigned by the person who rolls the highest number. Last week, Harvey got a one. Right? Was it a one? Maybe. I think yeah. it was a one. Yeah. And one. I got a I got an eleven last last time. Snake eyes. Yeah. Is that so snake Steve's, eyes? <laughs> Steve's not gonna be here to roll. So, oh, I was about to roll. Snake eyes is two. Harvey has to roll. I know. Well, there's no dice. Yeah, this isn't. Yeah. Snake eyes is two sixes. Is it? No, no, yeah. it's, no two, it's two. It's two ones. Oh, I don't know. What, what uh, snake do you know with twelve eyes? That makes sense. I never thought about it like that. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, so we're down a person. So the odds are changed. Yeah. By, by I'm quite actually a nervous bit. now. Yeah. This is a. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Harvey has a three. That's bullshit. Sean will beat this three. All right. I got to figure out how to actually roll this time. What if you both get ones and twos? Oh, my God. God damn it. Seven. Sean got a seven. Seven's so the not odds bad. odds might be my favorite. Let's see. I kind of want to lose because I need to watch more movies. How are you going to lose at this point? I can't. No, it's impossible. <laughs> oh, I got a 12. <laughs> <laughs> that guy needs luck coming in how for you. How did I get you. a 12? Jesus Christ. All right, so I guess uh, I'm not sure if this is a punishment or a treat, but it depends. We'll see, because I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it. I saw it um, not too long ago, and it is called Eyes of My Mother. Have you seen it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> boring. Sounds boring as fuck. It's a uh, it's a horror movie. It's uh, it's very stylized, told in black and white. It takes place on a farm, and it deal. It's kind of it reminds you of a uh, girl walks home alone at night. You might like it. I'm kind of like in the middle. Don't get my hopes up like that, because I know it's there's no way it's going to be as good. Well, I mean, the way it looks, black and white, um, female lead, mysterious character, shit happens, and lots of um, stylized moments in the movie. But yeah, check it out. I think it is on Netflix. You have Eyes of My Mother? Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, that'll do it for me. You guys, you want to talk about anything else coming up? What's going on this week? I want to talk about the fact that August is looking good. For movies, What's possibly the best. We got Good Time. We got Good Time. Gook. I'm really excited for Gook. I don't even know what that is. A couple of my coworkers went to the Asian Film Festival and saw it. Gook? You guys should watch the trailer for Gook. It's um, black and white film about like Asian American in the '90s or some shit in LA. Is that a racial? Oh slur? yeah, I've seen it. Uh, it looks very yeah, interesting. I remember that. Wait, gook is a racial slur, right? Yeah, yeah gook is like a, originated from the word Han Gook, I think, which is Korean for korean person okay it's weird um yeah so we got good time coming out um what what else is coming out this month we can look forward to i know i still want to see uh brixby bear crown heights coming out brixby bear yeah it's technically already out limited Mm -hmm. release bushwick oh yeah it's funny there's a there's two movies coming out crown heights and bushwick the the same the same week Mm -hmm. that's uh that's interesting right so what else? Is there any big stuff coming out? Yeah, I can't remember. No. What's the big release in August? I know there's something coming out, right? I keep, um, I'm, pull, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, usually, there is a usually August is reverse, uh, reserved for those like, um, like action movies, like Taken and shit like that. Yeah. So, oh right, Logan. Lo- I'm very interested in Logan Lucky. Oh yeah, that does look good. Looks um, uh, looks different. Yeah. So there's Gook, and I'm also interested in Patty Cakes. I'll watch Patty Cakes. Yeah, Patty Cakes looks fun. Uh huh. Um, 
Yeah, there's a movie called Beach Rats coming out. Don't know what that is. You should look at the trailer for that. What's that one movie, Irene Goes West? Is it Irene? Or? Ingrid. Ingrid, Ingrid Goes, goes West. West, yes. That looks interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so Beach Rats is coming out. Gook, Patty Cakes, Logan Lucky, and uh, Ingrid Goes West looks interesting. Good time. Very, very excited. And then we got... Uh, there's also that Jeremy Renner film, Wind River, too. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that comes out this week. Yeah. Interesting yeah. stuff uh, coming out, I suppose. Looks like a good month. Yeah, I'm excited. Last month of summer, and then it gets to uh, the nice part of the year. That's fall. right. My favorite, at least. I've never lived anywhere where there was a fall, so I'm actually kind of excited. Fall is pretty good, but then... I don't know. It's also kind of uh, sad at the same time. It's like bittersweet. That's why I like you know. it because you feel very solemn and melancholy. Why? Because you know it's about to get cold as shit. Oh, I like cold. I don't care about it. Like really cold, dude. I don't give a fuck. Do I you like remember that one time me and you tried to go to Gion? Yeah. In the city, it was probably one of the coldest night of my life. That was the coldest night of my life. I thought I was gonna die. We went there, got off the train, walked one block, and went straight home. Yeah. That's how cold it's it was. Because you guys don't have that jacket that I have. No, dude. This is like burka. Pier- face piercing yeah, cold. It was- painful yeah i guess because i'm fat i actually well my thing is new york isn't like a consistent 20 degrees all winter it's not that there bad. there was one day last year i remember because i got invited to uh, for this work party thing in a mccarran hotel and i was gonna go i was excited to go because it was like open bar food whatever and i stepped outside after work and it was like like it was like a wet cold you know do you remember it was like late november yeah, rough. I do remember that actually. It was like yeah. it was rough. Well, global warming, you know. Um, and then it got weird. It got like kind of right. warm in December. It always gets warm towards the de- uh, month of December in New York for some reason. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like just just as summer was like scary to me, it, uh-huh. it ended up not being a big deal. I think summer right. came and went quick. Um, I think it wasn't as hot as I thought it was going to be. And the same goes for winter. When people say, I can never live in New York, it's too cold. I'm like, it's really cold 10% of the time. We'll probably. see. We'll see. But uh, anybody know what's going on with Steve? Is he coming back on the next one? I mean, it depends if there's a get out situation or not. Yeah. yeah. We don't, I haven't heard. Oh, well, Maybe he did, he'll return as an old white guy. He did like, text hey, about Walmart, guy. so we know he's alive because I haven't read anything about him since then. He mentioned he went to Walmart. He's in Arkansas or Oklahoma? Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas? Kansas. Oh, okay, cool. So maybe we'll have Steve on next time. Maybe. We'll see. And if not, we'll be taking applications for yeah, replacement. Guys, let us know. But uh, that's pretty much all I have to say. Not much coming up during the week. Just going to work. Might see some indie stuff in IFC mm-hmm. and Angelica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, um, I want you guys to message me. And tell me why Atomic Bond is a good movie. Because I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, Harvey, not you guys. I mean, Harvey messages people. you. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who have seen show. it and, and possibly listen to the podcast. Oh. Um. All right. Cool. Let's uh, let's wrap things up. We got so a shorter than usual episode. It's not that short. Um. Well, okay. last week was like okay, what two right. hours or something. Yeah, we went hard last yeah. week. Uh, I think because uh, of my video. Yeah, and Dunkirk was also very. Um, yeah. It 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 bared fruit. Mm-hmm. All right, Harvey, tell them where they can find us. You usually do that. Do I usually do that? Actually, well, I usually Harvey, do that. I mean, Shomo starts it off, and then you continue, and you talk about this website thing. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Shomo, where can they find us? 
Well, they can find us um, when we're not at this table. Mm-hmm. You can find us on the Twitter, Do the Right Film. Instagram, Do the Right Film underscore podcast. Do the Right Film on Facebook. And uh, we haven't got our Tinder up yet. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. Search us on the iTunes. Uh, and if you do make it this far, like say you're a listener or even a friend of ours who listens to the show, uh, if it's convenient for you, please yeah, leave us a review on iTunes because that your helps. about us. They love the show. Yeah, that helps us uh, show up in searches and stuff. So uh, get get some reviews on there for, for your boys. Yeah, right. It'll also help us uh, figure out how people are enjoying the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, Might help with our ego yeah. as well. Yeah. Or we could adjust accordingly. And there's four people on the show. I want to hear what you think about all of us. You hate half of us, but like the other half, so that's why you stick around. Let us know. We'll, we'll get rid of the Just other two. Just don't talk about me, because I will find you. Yeah, I will kill you. Are you Liam Neeson? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, What's going on with this website? I've been yeah. hearing a lot of talk and hype. Well, by the time you're listening to this website, or to this podcast, the website will be up. Okay. Whoa, so that is, wait, wait. We make really a lot quick. of promises on I have show. a suggestion for the website. This is behind the scenes stuff, but this is just my uh, really quick suggestion. I want us to do photos of our portraits of ourselves and little little uh, one paragraph bios. I'm down for it. In about section, it does right. But we each have to write the other's bio. I don't want to do that. I want to write yours. Steve will write yours. You write Steve's. I think it'll be interesting. Like a Wikipedia page almost, but condensed in one paragraph. We'll talk about it. Okay. Let us know what you think. But yeah. Would you uh, like to see us? The website is live now. Go check it out. Do the right film.com. Or you can do do the right film podcast.com. Doesn't matter. Uh, check All us right. out. Well, that'll do for me. Yeah. Same Bye-bye. here. Uh, onion Haseo. Are you going to do Steve's throwaway? We need a catchphrase. Okay. Okay.